You're listening to Well Advised, a podcast from the Kentucky Advising Academy, an initiative of the Kentucky Council on Post-Secondary Education. I'm your host, Mitzi Holland. Our goal here is to connect people like you who are centers of influence for Kentucky students as they transition into their post-secondary lives to resources and opportunities to make the process smoother. I'm so glad you chose to tune in today. Enjoy the show. episode of Well Advised. Our podcast for this month discusses the Work Ready Scholarship Program administered through KIA, the Kentucky Higher Education Assistance Authority. Here with me today to share more is Kim Dolan, Director of Outreach Services with KIA. Kim, will you please introduce yourself to our listeners and share a bit about your background in coming to this work? Yeah, absolutely. Good morning. Um, glad to be here, Mitzi. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so yeah, I'm director of outreach services at Kia, as you mentioned. Uh, I, that basically means that I get uh, the privilege of working with our wonderful outreach counselors who are stationed around the state, our Kentucky College coaches, um, our College Info Roadshow, all of the outreach programs that we have, which are designed to deliver um, all sorts of college access and college planning information out to the students and families of Kentucky. And we usually start with middle school students. We continue through all grade levels of high school and we work with adult learners as well. So our goal is basically to make sure that every Kentuckian in the state has the information and the resources they need to understand how to plan for their post-secondary education and how to pay for it. Um, so I've been with Kia for uh, almost 18 years now. I started out as an outreach counselor in the field in Jefferson County um, and then have just worked my way up and now am uh, director of our outreach programming. So I've been doing this for a good long while. Uh, prior to joining Kia, I was in the um, financial aid world um, on the institutional side. Um, even though I'm from Kentucky, I grew up in Springfield, Kentucky and um, have lived here for a, a long time, um, spent some time out of state. So I actually started in this field when uh, my husband and I lived in Texas, um, actually worked in uh, an institution there, worked out in California in financial aid for a little while before we moved back to Kentucky and shortly after moving back here, joined the team at Kia and have been here ever since. So um, so I definitely, you know, have uh, have done done this sort of advising work with students and families for a long time and hopefully we'll be able to share some good, helpful information today. Well, we certainly appreciate you and we appreciate Kia. And I know from a uh, college and career counselor role in my past or previous job that Kia was very helpful and very instrumental in the work that that we did. So hats off to you all for that. And we, we are happy to have you uh, here today. And I'm excited to share about the post-secondary opportunity and scholarships uh, opportunities that students have with Kia. And can you give us a little bit of information specifically today? I want us to talk about the Work Ready Scholarship Program. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, this is a fantastic program, the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship. It's been around since about 2016, so a number of years. So as we're out and about talking and we throw this out there, you know, we're getting to the point where it's been around long enough that people are like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of that at least, um, you know, somewhat familiar with it. Um, the, the program we're going to talk about today or that I'm going to share 
information about today is, is our Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship Program, which is for students um, entering post-secondary education. Um, I do want to clarify that because we also have uh, a Work Ready Dual Credit program, and that's for students who are still in high school and they're enrolled in dual credit classes, um, particularly as they relate to career and technical education. Um, so there's a separate kind of part of the program that is specifically for those dual credit um, classes in high school. What we're talking about today is the post-secondary program, the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship. So just wanted to throw that out there because I know sometimes that can be a little confusing. Um, but the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship post-secondary program like I said, fantastic program. It's really designed and it's unique from our other programs um, in this way. It's designed really to focus on Kentucky's workforce needs. So um, when this program was put into place, it was really um, meant to uh, target Kentuckians who are looking to get um, probably a shorter term credential, you know, not necessarily that traditional college track uh, of, you know, bachelor's degree or, or that sort of thing, but they're looking at a short term credential. So probably a certificate, a diploma and associates of applied science um, that they can get in, get the skills and training they need and get out and put that to use in the workforce. That's what this program focuses on. So this is for Kentucky residents who have not yet earned an associate's degree or higher and who want to get one of those industry recognized shorter term credentials. And it's focused on the high demand workforce, workforce sectors in Kentucky. So our legislature determines what those top five high demand workforce sectors are. Currently, those sectors are healthcare, advanced manufacturing, transportation and logistics, business services and IT and construction. So those are, think of those as at kind of the top level. Those are the big, you know, uh, buckets of, of uh, workforce sectors. And then there's lots of programs that fall underneath each one of those sectors. And we can talk about that a little bit later, um, how students can find out what those programs are. But that's, um, you know, we're, just, we're, we're trying to get folks in and get them the education they need to really get into our workforce and meet the needs of Kentucky's workforce. This is awesome. And like I said, I just think, you know, it's a wonderful program, wonderful opportunity for students. You mentioned a an approved program of study. Can you share um, what the programs are? I know you shared what they are, the big buckets, but can you mm -hmm. share like where students can go to find more information about all of the different degrees. I know there's a lot. There and are so they, many. How do they determine which colleges are offering or do all public and private institutions have some form of the Work Ready program? Yeah, great question. So um, I will say the majority of these programs, because again, we're talking about shorter term credentials, the certificates, diplomas, associates of applied science, those um, the vast majority of those in Kentucky exist at the community and technical colleges. So the majority of the programs are going to be there. However, almost all of the public four-year institutions um, also have a handful of programs that qualify for the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship. And there's uh, a number of private institutions in Kentucky as well that have some, um, some of these programs. Students want to find out, you know, maybe they're already thinking about a specific program um, and, and they're wanting to see if it's uh, one that would qualify for the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship. They can go out to Kia.com 
And we have a section out on our website um, about paying for college. And in that section, they can find information about all of the KIA administered scholarship and grant programs. And there is a section specific to Work Ready Kentucky. So if they go out there to the Work Ready Kentucky scholarship, they will see a link for all of the approved programs of study. It opens up a PDF. I just checked it before we started on here. It's currently 64 pages long, that PDF. So let me tell you, there are so many programs that um, qualify for this scholarship. Uh, and, and again, you know, like I said, we mentioned those top, top five workforce sectors, but beneath each of those is um, just um, a wealth of opportunities for students to um, who are interested in those fields. And so they can find that full list and it, it is organized first by institution. So they can look at it by institution if they already have, um, you know, let's say they're, I'm in Louisville today. So we'll say if a student's here in Louisville and they think they want to go to Jefferson Community and Technical College, they can go straight to the section for Jefferson and it will show all of the programs that qualify. Um, and so they'll be able to get both of the things you mentioned, the institution and also the specific programs. That's awesome. And I know it is a long list. I used it quite uh, quite a lot when I was a college and career counselor. And I know several students that have benefited from the Work Ready um, scholarship to um, to get their education completely paid for. So it's totally, uh, you know, worth the time and effort. Uh, if a student is intending on pursuing one of these programs, I know obviously the first thing that they need to do is visit your website, look at that list, and then beyond that, what are the next steps? What do they need to do? And kind of walk us through the process of applying for work ready and what, you know, how is it used uh, in relation to other scholarships and those kinds of things? Yep. Yep. So, um, one thing I always want to mention, <clears throat> because you know what uh, what we at Kia uh, handle is the administration of the scholarship and, and those funds. Um, you know, so that's the piece that we work with. But there's also the admissions piece. So I feel like I'd, I need to do my due diligence and say, first of all, students need to work with the institution that they think they want to attend, make sure they're applying for admission and going through all of the steps they need to do to just be admitted as a student at that institution and enroll in the program that they have identified that they're interested in. Um, and again, they can use that list to see if it's a program that qualifies for the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship. So once they have been admitted, they've done all of that. In terms of getting the scholarship dollars, there's a couple of things they need to do. Um, students do have to fill out a FAFSA to be able to apply for Work Ready Kentucky. Um, the FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. We talk about the FAFSA a lot. It is a very important financial aid application, um, not specific just to work ready, but to all sorts of grant and scholarship programs from federal and state resources, institutional resources. So every student who is pursuing post-secondary education needs to complete that FAFSA. That can be completed at studentaid.gov, studentaid.gov. So students will go out there to complete their FAFSA. That has to be on file first. And then they will complete the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship application on Kia.com. And they do that through 
their personal account. So when students go out to kia.com, up in the corner, they'll see a sign-in button. They can either set up an account if they don't already have one, or if they do, they just log into their account and they can locate the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship application there. It is a very simple, straightforward application. It is not complicated um, to fill out. It does have to be submitted in order for students to be uh, considered for this scholarship. So we have to have both of those things, the FAFSA and the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship application. And then what we do is um, with awarding this scholarship is we are going to look at all of the awards that a student potentially is going to be qualifying for in terms of federal and state grants and scholarships. So we don't take into account student loans. We don't take into account private scholarships or institutional aid, but we are looking at federal and state grants and scholarships. Um, and so the reason um, we typically wait on that application, um, releasing the application is because we need to have all of the things in place first to see what those students are getting from those other programs. So when, we, when uh, we're looking at next academic year, the 2023-2024 academic year, the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship application will open on May 1st. So this coming May 1st, that's when that application will be open for the upcoming academic year. And we get the question a lot, why is it so late? Um, you know, other scholarship applications open a lot sooner. And it's because this scholarship is treated sort of like a last dollar scholarship, where we're going to look at what the student is receiving um, in terms of federal and state grants and scholarships first, and then will we'll determine what they're eligible to receive from this scholarship. So May 1st is when that application will open. Well, thank you for that. And I guess doing it that way does allow for more students to have the opportunity to take advantage of the Work Ready Scholarship because it spreads the money, I guess, to a large number of people. Yeah, it does. And so, um, you know, what we look at is, um, and, and, you know, so we, the application will open on May 1st. We typically will send award notifications um, later in the summer around, you know, second half, late July, um, so that um, we have time to determine what those other awards that the student is receiving may be in terms of from the federal government could be the federal Pell Grant. In Kentucky, we also have the CAP and the KTG grants. Those are all need-based grant programs. Um, and then we also have the key scholarship. And because we don't always have the, the data and the GPAs and everything we need to figure out a keys award until summertime, that's why we're waiting until typically July to determine um, what the award amount for the student may be. Um, and there are some other things that go into the award. I know, you know, we'll probably talk about that more, but um, but that's, you know, the timing and the application process. Well, that that does provide a lot of opportunities for students. And so I guess we just need to make sure um, that parents, students, all the counselors, everybody understands that this is out there and this is available. And mm -hmm. if you are worried about paying for college, uh, this is just one way to help ensure that you can go to college essentially debt free. Um, so, it, you know, it's it's a great, great opportunity for students to pursue a post-secondary education for little or no debt. Um, I do want to make sure that uh, the advisors that are listening are fully aware that there are some eligibility requirements or limits to the scholarship. And I know that you did uh, allude to the, the last dollar portion and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, mm -hmm. but there are also some other 
um, eligibility requirements that that come into play. Could you elaborate on those a little bit? Sure. So um, it, what we look at in terms of eligibility criteria for this student, so the student has to be a U.S. Um, citizen or permanent resident. And we do, as I mentioned before, require the FAFSA. And so for a student to be able to complete the FAFSA, they have to be a U.S. resident uh, or U.S. citizen or permanent resident. And so the same applies for this, as well as a Kentucky residence is a Kentucky specific scholarship program. Um, they have to be uh, enrolled at an eligible institution in one of those approved programs. Um, so it's certainly important to get out there and check that list um, that we mentioned earlier. Um, and so in terms of the student, that's that's what we're looking at. Um, there are some limits that apply to the program as well. So if a student um, it enrolls, they're in an eligible program of study, they're awarded this scholarship, they can receive the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship for up to 60 credit hours or until they receive their first associate's degree, whichever one of those comes first. So remember back in the beginning, I mentioned um, this program is specifically for students who have not yet earned an associate's degree or higher. So if they have already earned an associate's or even a bachelor's or something like that, this program will not come into play for those students. They have to be students who have not yet earned, um, earned that level of education and are pursuing one of these shorter term credentials. And so just to reiterate uh, what, what you said, um, up to an associate degree, but if a student is wanting a certificate or just, you know, a diploma and doesn't want to complete the full degree, then this would cover that as well. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. So all of those, um, as long as it's a, you know, industry recognized credential, so that could include a certificate, a diploma. So those are definitely shorter term programs all the way up to an associates of applied science. Um, and there are some of those programs out there as well. So it definitely depends on the program that the students enter, uh, you know, interested in. Um, and, uh, but yeah, certainly those, those folks who really, and that's, that's how this program came to be, right? They were looking at how can we get folks in, get them some education, get them some skills and training so that they can go into the workforce, put those skills to use as quickly as possible. And that's really um one of the great things about this program is, you know, focuses on that population and, and uh, you know, helping us in Kentucky. I mean, we know some of the labor challenges that we've had here. I know we're not unique. I know that's that's kind of nationwide, but um, this program will hopefully um, help us to address some of that. Perfect. Thank you. Well, um, I just wanted to go back and touch on the the high demand workforce sectors that determine the Work Ready Scholarship, have you seen much change over the past six, seven years that the Work uh, Ready Scholarship has been in place in those uh, sectors? Uh, and do you look for them to change in the near future? Or how is that, you know, how, what's kind of happened with that? Sure. So as I mentioned before, those top five high demand sectors are determined by our legislature. And they have been the same since the program began in 2016. So um, <clears throat> we have not seen a ton of change there. And those sectors, I will say, are pretty broad. So there's a lot of programs that fit within those sectors still. And I think maybe that's, you know, could be one of the reasons why we haven't seen a big change there. 
Um, however, yes, they could change. So it, it all depends on what our workforce needs are here in Kentucky. Um, so they are certainly not set in stone and could potentially change in the future. I'm not aware, I will say, of any changes right now to those workforce sectors. Um, and typically, if if there's a, you know, let's say during a legislative session, they decide they want to make some changes to that, we would have some implementation time and some, you know, time. So we would certainly communicate that, make sure folks are aware. But as of right now, um, those those five that we mentioned earlier are staying the same. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, Kim, do you have anything else that you feel like you need to bring uh, to everyone's attention concerning Work Ready Scholarship? Um, or anything that Kia has going on right now, because we'd be happy while we've got a captive audience to share yeah. those things. Always, yes. Okay, so a couple things that come to mind. One other thing I wanted to mention, and I didn't get a chance to mention this earlier, in terms of determining the award amount for the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship, it is not a set amount um, like some of our other programs, uh, you know, the, the amount will vary and the award amount is determined. So if the max amount any student can receive is um, the in-state tuition and fees rate at the Kentucky Community and Technical College System, that is the max amount, regardless of what institution a student is going to be um, attending, it caps there. And then we subtract, as I said, anything the student is eligible to receive in the way of federal and state grant scholarship programs. And, um, and then we subtract that from the tuition and fees at the institution the student's going to be attending. And if there's an amount left, as long as it's not ex exceeding that max award, then we'll look at, um, at what, they're, what we can give them. Um, there is an award estimator out on Kia.com. So we do get the question a lot, how much might I receive from this scholarship? How much do you think I can get? Um, so I just wanted to encourage folks to use that tool. Um, same section where I mentioned that that approved program list is and the other information about the Work Ready Kentucky scholarship, they can find that Work Ready Kentucky estimator. So I wanted to encourage um, students and their families to use that tool if they feel like that would be um, helpful. We also have a great Work Ready Kentucky annual report on our website. So on the homepage of Kia.com, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's an annual reports link and you can go out there and find the past several annual reports for the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship Program, we just released the 2021-2022 annual report. So my fellow uh, data nerds out there that love to kind of do a deeper dive and see how some of these things break out in terms of how much money we've dispersed in the program, what institutions are, you know, where where is that money going in terms of the institutions, the programs, all that information that's out there as well. So just wanted to um, let people know that if they're interested in that information or they have questions that are a little bit more nuanced uh, in, in terms of how the money is being used, um, then they can go out there and check out that annual report. Um, in terms of uh, just other things that are helpful to know, so um, in Kia Outreach, I uh, just want to encourage anyone who feels like they need help, whether it is helping students navigate the Work Ready Kentucky application, we can help with that. Um, but we do a variety of things, um, again, middle school all the way up through adult learners to help students plan, prepare, pay for post-secondary education. Um, coming up this 
summer and into the fall, we're going to be doing a lot of work for our advisors, so school counselors, college access program personnel, anyone out there who works with students and families, particularly around the FAFSA process. There are some FAFSA changes coming um, that will change the process. It will change how student eligibility is determined, just a variety of things that they're changing at the federal level that, that are going to trickle down. And so we're going to be doing a lot of work around that to make sure that we're equipping um, those folks out there who are working with students around the FAFSA process with the information and the training they need to navigate these changes. So um, stay tuned and we'll be putting more information out about that, uh, those changes and how we're going to train folks around those changes, um, which will happen this fall. The biggest change I want to go ahead and put out there that people need to be aware of is traditionally the FAFSA has been opening on October 1st. Um, this coming school year, this coming October, the FAFSA will not be out. They are delaying it because of these changes and because of the implementation process involved with getting these changes in place. So we know that the next FAFSA, which will be for the 2024-2025 school year, will not come out until December of this year. That's a fairly significant change in terms of timing from what we've been used to. So we're just trying to get the word out about that. Make sure that people know that that's the fall is going to look a little bit different maybe um, than what we've been used to for the past uh, year. So we'll continue to communicate that. So I encourage everyone to follow us on social media. We'll be pushing information out that way. Connect with your Kia Outreach Counselor. You can find their information on Kia.com. Um, they are your local resource for everything that we do at Kia and all of these services that we provide. So reach out to them. Um, we have a texting service and that information's out on our website as well, where we text regular updates. We'll be pushing information out about these FAFSA changes and other updates through that service as well. So just want to encourage people to stay tuned um, and make sure they're connecting with us um, so that they can stay on top of all of that. Well, thank you so much for those updates. And and I'm excited. I have a senior or I will have a senior next year. So the FAFSA will be even more important to me <laughs> and my family. Uh, but excited to hear about those upcoming updates and um, look forward to attending some of your um, informational sessions and those sorts of things. And, and would love for you to join us, Kim, on a webinar for our counselors next oh, absolutely. Uh, next mm -hmm. fall to maybe highlight some of these changes. So uh, great information uh, that you have shared from, uh, you know, about the Work Ready Scholarship and about the FAFSA updates. And you all have a lot of things going on. And we so appreciate the work that you do to help support our advisors and our students across the state of Kentucky. So again, thank you for joining me and I look forward to uh, talking to you again in the future. Absolutely, thanks so much, Mitzi. We always appreciate the opportunity to get this information out there and uh, appreciate this partnership. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, thank you to Kim and to Kia for sharing with us today. I always enjoy getting to share the opportunities and pathways to success our students have available to them with our post-secondary advisors across the state. Be sure to stay up to date on all our upcoming events and offerings. In addition to this podcast and our webinars, the Kentucky Advising Academy offers an in-person, regionally-based professional learning series 
You can find further information about these resources on our website at cpe.ky.gov slash advisingky. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at AdvisingKY. If you missed any of our past webinars, you can check them out on YouTube by searching for Kentucky Advising Academy. And also, I want to remind everyone that we have launched a Kentucky Advising Academy online toolkit, and that can be found by visiting cpe.ky.gov slash advisingky-toolkit. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We'll be back next month with another episode. So please join us. And as always, thanks for listening.